Ready, set, game cast. Shut up and sit down. Welcome to Ready Set Gamecast, a bi-weekly podcast about video games and time travel. I'm Bryce, and I'm joined by Bill and Ted's excellent Darian. Yo! And the time traveler's Teddy Generis. Haven't seen that movie. Sorry. Me either. Same. <laughs> Me neither. Okay. He's like, I just needed a second time travel reference. I did. <laughs> I just looked for movies with time travel Dang, and dude. was like, that works. <laughs> so, Darian, if you could travel to any year, which would you choose? I wasn't expecting that. It's in the outline. 2007. Oh. <laughs> when? 2007. Why? It's like the highlight of the emo post-punk <laughs> music scene. But you already lived through it. What yeah, if you but could, you I would like to, to be a... older and live through it again and be able to not be so nostalgic about it. Like any it was time really period bad. in history? <laughs> and you go visit medieval knights? You know, samurai? I feel like if I went too far back in time, I would automatically be murdered for being a witch because my hair is not a natural color. I'm good. Well, yeah, I mean, present. you could dye it. <laughs> She does dye it. Oh, I dye it normal. I do, yeah. Oh, back into a regular color. I wonder when regular. people start dyeing their hair. You gotta figure they were dyeing it way back in the day. I would, well... There has they, to be ways. They started mm. hair dyeing in, like, the early 20s or something like that. Like, it... Mm. I'm sure there was, uh, I mean, maybe this g- proves your point, but maybe some witches back in the day were dying, were dyeing their hair. They had some crazy, uh, this, they just took a handful of tomatoes <laughs> The first hair dye came out in <laughs> 1907. Smash it against their head. So, Teddy, where, where, when would you go? Um, the question like this always involves follow-up questions, such as, how long are you there for? Uh, let's just say you have to live there. One way. Oh, in one that way case, travel. That, that completely changes it. One way travel. Um, if I have to live there, I don't want to go too far back. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to go too far back at all. Can I go in the future? Yeah, you can go any. Oh hell yeah! Well, we're going to three thousand, just three thousand, just solid, you know. Sixty nine, sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, that's a good answer. Thank you for saying that right into the mic. <laughs> yeah, that was that's beautiful. Uh, okay. Now that we've wait, where would you travel or when? when yeah, would you I didn't. I, I'm the question it. asker. I don't need to. I, don't, I definitely. No, 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 no. I definitely go into the future. I'd probably say a hundred years from now. Nice. Yeah, that's okay. Stuff that's pretty similar. Stuff won't be too crazy different, but it will definitely be further along. That like yeah, probably have cures for a lot of stuff and just like we'll, we'll we will have done all the things we're trying to do now. Yeah, if you wanted to, to just things. visit. A time though, that's a whole different story. Okay. I, there's a bunch of different places that I'd love to just visit, you know. But uh, wasn't the question, so okay. Well, <laughs> Darian, if you were gonna play a game for the last two <laughs> weeks or several of them, what video games would you play? 
or have you been playing? <laughs> I like that. Okay, that so good. which question am I answering? Because which ones what would I play? What video games have you played for the last two weeks? have I been playing? <laughs> you, tra- you time traveled two weeks ago. You've been playing some games. What were they? Well, you'll never guess. But I've been playing some League of Legends. No, I thought you were some, a Dota player. Some PUBG. <laughs> Um, I played a little bit more Cuphead, I played through Edith Finch one time, and I, on my trip to the cities again, I played some more Stardew on the Switch. Have you done any of that vaulting on PUBG? I don't, that's not out yet. It's in no, the, that's on test, the test server. server. Mm. I don't have the test server downloaded. <clears throat> Is it like Blizzard stuff where you can just download the test server? Yeah. Yeah, PTR as they would call it. Well, and I think when you initially install the game, it automatically installs it, but I uninstall it. Mm. Or maybe no, I think actually, I don't think it's uninstalled. It's just you just didn't try it. Oh, interesting. The I saw about the vaulting, and it's pretty buck wild. You can vault through windows. (laughs) You can you can come in through a window of a house. So like. You gotta be prepared for people. I to really want to see everywhere. <clears throat> incoming Twitch clips of people busting through windows and like turning directly into the corner and like shotgunning. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, so like if if there's bars on the wall, you can't get in those. But if there's spitting them hot bars. Yeah, if there, it's a, just a glass window, you can jump right through it and spook them and such. Yeah. All right. I'll be I'll be curious if uh, zombies will be able to do the same. I would assume they would. Is that ever coming out? Yes, if you are partnered with PUBG. Is that ever coming out, I repeat? Well, I mean, (laughs) the problem with that is that the way that works for the partnered people is that your... That you get to be the one alive. Yeah, your your squad is the humans and everyone else is zombies. It's kind of like if you're playing Friday the 13th where instead of like eight or seven or however many survivors or campers and then there's one Jason, only this time there's 99... (laughs) zombies and one survivor yeah one jason and that doesn't really work too well <clears throat> so how do you get partnered with PUBG? uh become yeah, famous you gotta you gotta have 10 bajillion subscribers so if i'm not famous i don't get to be a survivor i have to be a zombie right for now since it's only available to uh partners i'm not playing that game mode well, you can't unless a subscriber invited you, or or partner, not subscriber. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not available to anybody other right. than partners, and they can like send out invites. Yeah, yeah. Polygon <clears throat> does a weekly uh, all uh, PUBG streams, and they often do mm. zombie matches and stuff. So yeah. I've seen how that works out. Mm. I think the mode won't really work if it's open to the public because like. It, I don't think it's really that... I haven't been a zombie, but I imagine it's not really that fun to be a zombie if you're not playing yeah. with somebody that you're, like, <clears throat> jized to go kill. I should probably look that up at some point. I'm sure there's zombie gameplay on YouTube. I'm sure there is, seeing as I've seen it. <laughs> right, well, that so, makes sense, yeah. Yes, there is. <clears throat> uh, so, you making progress in Cuphead? Uh, I'm on the second world now. That's about Haven't beaten anything there yet, though. Someone, I entered the second world, and my mod was like, "Hey, go to the, uh, go straight to the roller coaster," <clears throat> and that was infuriating. 
I kept getting to like the second part, I think, and I was like, what the fuck? How are you supposed to beat this? Yeah, game is very hard. It's very hard, but it's very good, very beautiful. Get good. I'm gonna keep playing it when I can. Uh, and Edith Finch. Without spoiling anything, because that is a story-focused experience. What did you it's think? It's very pretty. It's a very pretty game. And it tells the story in such a weird way. Like, when I started, I was, like, horrified. I was like, is this going to be scary? And I was using the keyboard at first, but then my my controller vibrated, and I was like, oh, I can use a <laughs> controller for this? <laughs> it was just already, like, plugged in and ready to, wow. It's a wireless controller. And I can't remember what I was playing beforehand. I was I was probably playing Cuphead first, and then I was like, oh, I need to not. see, that makes sense. Interesting. Yeah, so... I yeah, it was very pretty and I had one active mod in the chat and he hated it. <laughs> but I was just like, this is so good though. Like it's so weird and just cool and just very different. I hear it's very good. It's it is very good. Uh, isn't that one that one's possible for like game of the year, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it came out this it's year. It's up for indie game of the year on yeah. the game awards. It could really? be all game of the year. You'll have to find out. Uh, but it's really cool that each family member, uh, like the the way you play through their story, is different every time. Uh huh. So like both the art style and just how you interact with the world is, is vastly yeah. different. So each time you're going in, you're like, "What am I doing this time?" Like yeah, like the first story you do is so freaking crazy because you just like next thing you know you're in it and you're just. It's so weird, but it's so cool. My favorite story was like the older brother's story. Yeah, yeah, that was that like, was very cool of you doing two separate really things. Cool. I made yeah. I made sure to never mess up a fish. I was constantly focused. Like every fish had to get its its head chopped while I was working. Like yeah, I was the same way. I was like, this fish needs to get off my screen. Yeah. <laughs> I need to be good at my job. While I'm daydreaming. I can't be a little slack in here. Right. <laughs> uh, oh, this is a very good game. Yeah, I think uh, we are discussing, me and Darren are discussing doing a spin-off podcast that's going to be a, a focus on a narrative-focused game every month, and I think that's probably going to be our first one. So stay mm. tuned for that sometime next year. Uh, Teddy. Tell me what games you've been playing. <clears throat> I've been playing quite a few things, such as Call of Duty World War II, which I was I talked a little bit about last time. Uh, Worms Battlegrounds, because, man, that game is free on PS4 for PS Plus this November. Be sure to grab it. You still got some time. It's a 2D little, you're on one plane, right? You got four worms on team. The other person has four worms. Let's say you're 1v1ing, right? You go online, you 1v1 with a friend, you spawn in with four worms, as I have already said, and it's pretty much just a turn-based, like, tactical, little silly um, game. I mean, it's really, it's very fun to watch, so I decided, I was like, for the, for my Twitch channel, I was like, if I can get seven other people to sign up, we can have a big tournament, so twitch.tv slash Teddy Chineris, Monday, November 27th, 7 p.m. Central Time. Uh, yeah, we're going to be doing a big tournament. We're going to do four games and then two and then one grand final. Yeah, that's how that works. Uh, but yeah, so I've been trying to practice 
I have lost so many games, so many games against like friends who just played it for the first time. So that's great. There was one game that I was winning by a large margin. Like I had three out of my four worms and they all had full health. And then the rest of them had like one per the other person had one worm and the other person had two worms. And the one with two worms called down an Armageddon, which is like if you save up enough coins, which is like 120, it's the most expensive thing. You can call an Armageddon, which pretty much just rains down meteors just randomly on different parts of the map. So it could like completely destroy you. But in his case, his worm took like one damage and he killed all three of my full health worms and he won the game. <laughs> and I was very mad about it. But worms is very, very fun. Uh, so I've been playing a little bit of that. And then Overwatch on PC a little bit, because I've had some friends been like, why don't you play on PC? And I was like, fine. Um, and there's a new hero, Moira, who's live. And she's pretty neat. Oh, player, because I just like D.Va and May. But I have a couple of friends who play her, and she's, uh... I played her a little bit when she was first on the PTR. Me and uh, a friend went in a custom match. They didn't buff... We're not going to worry about that word. They didn't buff her ult. Um, which I find very surprising because her ult in the PTR was really weak and it still is really weak, but, uh, she's out there. She's fun. And then Super Mario Odyssey still a little bit, a couple of streams here and there, a little bit on the go in the Nintendo Switch and a little bit of a little, little bit of Destiny 2 PVP. Not much, a little bit. And uh, I've pretty much given it. Destiny 2 has slowed down a lot for me because, uh, I keep trying to get five other people to do a prestige raid. And then I get I send out like a event invitation like days in advance. Be like, guys, come on, let's do it this night. Then I get there, and like one other person's online. I'm like, Aww. okay, so I invite them, and then we mess around for like thirty minutes, and we're like, well, no one got on, no one's here. All right, guess we're not doing this. So I guess I'm just never gonna do the Destiny Two Prestige raid until maybe Curse of Osiris. It's sad, but I've pretty much given up because it's frustrating. So. And I resubscribed to this little game called World of Warcraft. <laughs> and whoo, it's a lot of fun. I love WoW. And every now and then I get cravings to play it. And I did when they announced Battle for Azeroth. And I started eating up like a bunch of YouTube videos on WoW and stuff, which I never like watch. And I, I was just wanting to play it so bad. And I was like, you know what? I resubbed, running around the Broken Isles. I got a Corgi pup as a battle pet literally 30 minutes before we started this. And it's adorable, and it barks, and it runs around with you, and it's great, and it's a good video game. Bryce, what have you been playing? Or if you want to talk about some things that I've been playing. Yes, that's that's how this uh, thing works, I guess. Uh, we, we mix it up every episode, because it's a thing. Um, okay. <laughs> Destiny 2. We got a little information of what the Curse of Osiris raid content is going to be. Yeah, yeah, we did. Can we? Can you tell me what that actually means? Sure. Just for just for my own knowledge, have you seen it though? Like, have you seen them describe it and stuff like that? I've heard like it's going to be content inside of Leviathan. Okay. All right. Leviathan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a marathon. Um, it's a marathon inside the Leviathan. Yeah. But there is the the new raid content is they're calling Raid Layers. So pretty much the way it's going to work is each year in the fall, like with the first release, um, there's the big raid, and it's like the raid for pretty much the year. And then with each expansion, so this year is a Leviathan, and then the first DLC is going to be a Raid Layer. Uh, the Raid Layer is going to be in the first DLC. 
and it's pretty much going to be the way they described it sounds exactly like a raid only a little bit shorter and pretty much in the same thematic area like it's not going to be in the same places um as that leviathan took place in but they pretty much <clears throat> they went to the door on stream and pretty much they loaded into it and it was where you load into for leviathan but you go forward and there's this big door that when that opens then you go down and you go under and it's like new places but it's still in the same sort of area so they can recycle some stuff which you know lets you get pretty much three raids in a year instead of one um or one really good one and one really not so great one like Crit Zen. So it lets you get more raids, and I'm happy about it. Do do you consider Leviathan, Leviathan uh, a good raid? Like absolutely. Okay, because I've heard people. I mean, I think it might have been bug related and stuff. I've heard people not liking That's it a very much. Couple of bu- really? Where do you hear that? <laughs> uh, mostly giant beast cast. Uh, oh. The polygon, the big outlets seem to not be that down on it. But that's weird. Um, no, most of the like really into Destiny people like the Destiny community is really happy with Leviathan. But the problem, everybody's happy with Leviathan itself. The problem, like Reddit has said a billion times, there's a lot of content to do in Destiny 2, but there's not a lot of incentive to go do that content. So in previous hard modes, you would get stuff like Fatebringer or uh, Mythoclast, which is only available in the hard mode of Vault of Glass. But in this prestige mode, all you get is an emblem. And I think there's a different shader. And each challenge mode, all you get is an emblem. There's there's just no new gear. And even if there was new gear, I don't know if it'd be super uh, enticing, but there's no new gear at all. So it's like, I, I keep trying to convince my friends to play prestige just because I want to beat it, because it's like the hardest thing in the game. I want to say that I've beaten it, but they're like, What's the point? There's no there's no gear I want. So that's really the problem is the lack of incentive with this content. But no, Leviathan, I was talking to a friend the other day. It's good. It's not blow you out of the water sequel like how it's not Vault of Glass 2.0. It's not like, oh, wow, this is my new favorite raid, It which is kind of a bummer for a sequel. You know, I wish that it had blown all the other raids out of the water. But it's like, I think in my raid ranking, I put it at number three. So... Out of five, technically. Okay. Yeah. So, I have recently fallen off Fallout Shelter. Uh, Like, I've played it for a few weeks, and it was like, okay, cool. They added a lot of content since I first played it, and it was cool. But it's still, like, after a certain point, you just kind of see the content, and there's no new game features you're unlocking or anything. Like, I... Just kind of been maxing out everybody's stats, and then was just like, why? Um, so I decided to go back to a game that kind of reminded me of Fallout Shelter, but there was actually a point, and that's RimWorld. Uh, RimWorld, I like to describe as like The Sims meets an RTS, uh, meets probably Fallout Shelter, where uh, your uh, colonists, survivors, or whatever, crash on this planet, and you have to like build a base, a little house for them to survive. You got to mine resources, um, build electricity for the house, heaters for when it gets cold, uh, air conditioners when it gets uh, warm, and make sure they don't die. 
make sure they have weapons um, so that they can hunt and for when they get attacked, do trading stuff. But the fact that, like, all of the characters have deep personalities. Like, each character has two backstory traits, both their childhood and their adulthood, which decide what how they're all their stats kind of play out. Like, there was a, a character who... Um, his parents uh, uh, fought fires and and he saw some um, uh, very bad uh, like fires and, and people very hurt by that. And he managed to learn some medicine from that, but now he's very scared of fires. So if a fire starts, he will not try and put it out, but he does have better medicine from that. That's sad. Oh, poor little kid, scarred by fires. Yeah. Um, and they're like... <laughs> Like, uh, I, I did, when I was creating this uh, RimWorld playthrough, I, I did talk to Darian and was like, okay, we're going to make a Darian character. And <laughs> and she is a psychopath. So when other characters are uh, upset, she is not affected because she doesn't care about anything but herself. And Man. also she has bloodlust. <laughs> so if she hurts somebody else, that makes her happy. What was that other funny thing that happened the other day when I was stressed? Oh, yeah. So <laughs> there, there's stuff like, so all, all of these traits uh, will affect, like, you have to balance how happy they are because you're not, this isn't like Sims where you can just go, like, go do this. You can say, hey, I would like these things done, but if they're not in the mood, if they're not the right character, like, they're not the have the skills or the right characters for that they won't do it and what what can happen is that they're they can get so stressed that they will have a mental break and they'll do something like strip off all their clothes and run outside hide in their room <laughs> or like darian's character she just went and ate all of the food we had she pigged out sounds like me <laughs> right i was like well that's relatable <laughs> <laughs> so the the like all of the systems this game has, just, I, I can get very, very addicted to it. I am a story gamer, and this game doesn't have a story of its own, but the, the systems allow very interesting stories to play out. Like, characters will have relations to each other. I created, created three characters at the start, uh, one of which being Darian's character, uh, another one uh, was ran these were I can click uh, random and it'll randomize uh, characters um, until I, I get ones I like and the second one I randomized uh, turned out to have a relationship with uh, Darian's character being her father so it was Darian her father and then a, a third character that came down uh, we named the father uh, Shaq and and uh, and Shaq ended up marrying this uh, recruiter uh, that joined us. Uh, she was getting attacked by raiders, and we saved her. And then, like, like weirdly enough, Darian's grandpa ends up crashing, like, from an escape pod and coming down to the planet. And then he joins, and he's, like, super crabby about everything. And he keeps hitting on Shaq's wife. And I'm like... <laughs> I'm like Jeez. that is your that is your son's wife. Like knock that shit oh, off. Oh no! <laughs> so like, just like the weird 
stuff, all things can play out. Oh, uh, their like limbs are all um, all part of them. So somebody can have their hand shot off, their arm shot off, their leg shot off. So somebody could be limping because their like leg is is you know injured in some way. So it has all of these systems that can make great stories within it, but no actual like you're not playing through a story. So everything's unique. Um, yeah, great, great game for if you're into something of that genre. Now, another thing I've done recently, which isn't an actual video game, but me, Darian, and some other friends did an escape room up in the cities. And it has... The cities? Twin cities. Oh, okay. I was like, what the fuck? You did it in multiple cities? Which cities? <laughs> okay, good to know. Okay. It's part uh, of the, uh, it's part of the... Enigma. Yeah, yeah, you have to guess the city. Um, <laughs> you gotta get there first. So, it has video game elements. It's it's like you are in a puzzle game because you they they take you in the room and they give you like so we did one where we're in a submarine that apparently the reactor is is about to blow and we're in the water with an enemy sub so we have to. Fix and we crashed. Yeah, and we have to fix the uh, the missile launcher, take out the enemy ship, and then fix the reactor. And and we we go in the room, and this this like chick Before is like. Before we run out of oxygen. Yeah, this chick fighting is fighting like, not dying. Were you guys on an hour <laughs> timer? Yeah, we had yeah. an hour to do it. So the the chick kind of laid out the story and then left the room and just kind of kind of let us mess with the stuff um and they kind of there's there's stuff around the room to kind of give you a idea um of how to solve the puzzles and stuff some of the stuff seemed to be a little janky like there's a, a screen on the wall that'll give you the timer it'll also uh they can give you hints via that and they were like Look at the sonar, and like th the three of us were staring at the sonar for minutes. There, there was four of us just sitting, staring at the sonar. Like, what's gonna happen? Nothing's happening. I, if I were you guys, I probably wouldn't have done that. Because I mean, you gotta look and see if you can find something on it. It's not like looking at it is going to activate anything. <laughs> no, we had to activate it. You had to turn it on. And so we did, and then she was like, look at the sonar for, like, the code or whatever. Yeah. And then it was just like... Nothing came. Nothing is here! Oh, okay. Nothing is happening! She's just like, okay, the code is like, three, two, two. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> it's like, okay, whatever. Fine. <laughs> and, uh, we'll and, uh... So, I think... I mean, ignoring the jank, there's definitely, like they could learn from video games of, like, helping the player, like, know what to do next. Because there were many times that she had to straight up give us hints. Because it was like there was a blinking light in the corner, and we would have no reason to look at that light unless she specifically said, hey, why is that light blinking? Like... We're in a sinking submarine. Of course a light would blink. We, we yeah, lights are going to be <laughs> blinking all over the place. Yeah. So it, turn, it turned clear. out the light was blinking out Morse code. But, yeah, we didn't wouldn't have a way to know that otherwise. So there's definitely some cool, uh, like, they, they can learn from, from video games a little bit. But 
it is it very cool. It's like being inside a puzzle game where you're actively solving the puzzles and like doors open up and stuff based on your actions. It's it's very cool. Um, so if you've never done an escape room, I recommend doing one. At least a good one. Like look up reviews. There's shitty escape rooms. Yeah, David and I are going back to the cities on Wednesday to see his family for Thanksgiving. And we're thinking about trying to get his family to go and do another escape room. I would, I would definitely, like, if you aren't sure about their, like, puzzle solving abilities, like, there is rankings. Um, right. So, yeah, start on something easy. Well, his family's, like, doctors and lawyers and shit, so, <laughs> like, I'm not worried about that. Okay. Cause, uh, They're all I geniuses. did one with my friend Ryan in Nashville once. And uh, it was only me and him, and we got paired up with another group of, like, three or something like that. I don't remember. Uh, and, they, and we were doing stuff, but they were, like, so fast. <laughs> they did pretty much everything. And we were, uh, we did a little bit, but they were just going ham. And we were like, oh, all right. <laughs> you guys got this. Holly, That's kind of what I did. Neat. I felt like I wasn't contributing. <laughs> Holly, Holly and Ashley like, had, oh, like, yeah. the specific things of, like, here's the instructions to fix that. And we're just, like, right. flipping switches. Like, one of these has to do something. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, they had kind of the obvious puzzles solved uh, working on those. And we were just, like... The dials gotta do. <laughs> we we had the broken puzzles. This, these switches gotta do something. We, 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 we were we were staring at the sonar and stuff. Um. Okay. So let's get into the news of the last two weeks. News. Now, Darian, who is your favorite starter Pokemon from the first generation? Oh, Squirtle. Well, that's the wrong answer, because it's Bulbasaur, <laughs> squirrel, and, squirrel. and Bulbasaur is going to be a Build-A-Bear bear Pokemon thing. It's going to be a little snuggly monster you can get accessories for, because it's not bear-shaped. Yeah. All, all, <laughs> uh, Squirtle, uh, Charmander, and Pikachu have already been available through Build-A-Bear, so this... This is exactly the what I've always wanted, you know? Well... Yeah, I can add it to my collection of other Pokemon Build-A-Bears. Yeah, totally. Some of us liked Bulbasaur. I'm not saying I don't, I don't like Bulbasaur. Please don't... These people would be. It's me. Please don't misunderstand. <laughs> me. Hey, your mic just got super weird. Mine? No, Bryce's. When you got closer to the Oh, well, it's because he was leaning away yeah, from it. <laughs> you were leaning away <laughs> from the your mic. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so, yeah, that's just a thing. If you're into Bulbasaur, go check that that's out. That's pretty neat. Uh, Teddy, you play a fighting game or two. Not really, but every now and then, sure. Well, yeah. Why don't you tell me about some new characters that are coming to... Uh, the, here, let's see here. The less interesting one, for me at least, is the fact that Noctis from Final Fantasy XV is coming to Tekken 7, which I think is pretty... Fighting games, dude, they don't care anymore. They're just like, sure, why not? Bring them over. And that fits in great with the fact that in the next uh, Injustice 2 Fighters Pack, which is Fighters Pack 3, um, you have, you know, standard DC character, uh, the Atom... Right, an enchantress, you know, from the hit movie Suicide Squad. <laughs> uh, but you also have 
But, but those two, they make sense, right? But then you also have the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that are also coming to uh, Injustice 2. Not necessarily sure why, but I'm down with it. <laughs> I'm down with it. I'll log in and download those characters and play for 15 minutes. Yeah, they're not a DC product. They're no. published by somebody else. But uh, um, There's one video out there when they announced this and it was at like some sort of tournament and it's so good you guys need to find the video it's hilarious because it's like it shows up it's adam and enchantress fighting and then all of a sudden a sigh like Raphael's sigh comes out of nowhere and hits on the ground and then you know he walks up but he's in the trench coat and the hat and he says so and then he rips it off and then all of the turtles fly and they're like yo what's up and the whole crowd is like <laughs> they're like losing their minds it's awesome so it's pretty neat. What I find interesting from that trailer is that I can't remember which turtle uh, said, uh, "I've got him," uh, and then uh, Donatello is like, "We fight together." So I'm wondering. Yeah, no, I imagine it's gonna be all of them as one. Yeah. Character. So it's what one character? All four of them are shared by one character. How does that work? Yeah. Does different button In combos Injustice switch two, out? When you press circle, you have specific character powers. Uh, like with Batman, it's like, uh, or let's use green arrow as an example with green arrow, you fire different types of arrows, like you fire fire arrows or ice arrows or electric arrows based on like the directions and circle. Whereas in this, I imagine maybe you're playing directly as Leo and then you can call in the other dudes, do certain abilities, or maybe cause Leo's like the leader. Or maybe you can press it and in certain ways and it switches to other characters and they have different movesets. Who knows? We shall see. I I still have Injustice 2. I'll play it once in a while if somebody challenges me. Um, but, I mean, I would love to play the Turtles. I'm not sure I'd drop money for it. but I already have the season pass because I'm a sucker, so I'll log in and play for 15 minutes. Uh, So... This is unrelated anyway, but here's uh, here's some more news. The uh, everyone's favorite company, EA, has acquired Titanfall developer Respawn. You want to know what I thought of this when I saw this news come out? You were excited. When I saw this news come out, I went, oh, so they didn't already own them. Okay. Yeah. I thought EA already owned Respawn. They... I guess Respawn was technically independent and... Uh, pretty much just publishing their games yeah they were just working very closely together and yeah. they just made it official well a lot of people are like oh no in before next week news of respawn shutting down but uh i don't know man i think uh i think i think it's all right for now for now everybody's calm down you know when we see if anything bad happens or good happens from it then we can react but for now, they just bought them. It's a business deal, you know? So. No, well, well, we'll discuss some EA stuff later, but there, people aren't very excited about that that company. No. Um, Darian, you have a Nintendo Switch. There's, yep. there's some uh, new stuff you can do with uh, that. Why don't you tell me about that? Yeah. Who, er, uh, Nintendo, finally. <laughs> the Switch, finally. <laughs> professional (laughs) okay so the nintendo switch finally has its first video streaming app officially and is hulu and when i read the title 
of the article that said first live streaming or first video streaming app comes to the Switch, I was like, all right, let it be Netflix, because I just had to cancel my Hulu subscription. And so Damn, this rough. is bittersweet to me, because I was like, yay, bit oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just got rid of you. Uh, I, you how are you going to watch South Park every week? What are you going to do with that? I, you know, I don't, so. Oh, that's upsetting. That's a, that's a problem right there. <laughs> I don't, mm. Uh, the fact that an- any streaming service has come to the Switch gives me hope that Netflix will come. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because... I'm kind of surprised Netflix didn't come first, because I feel like it's definitely, a, it's 100% a much bigger company than Hulu. Yeah. But... The the fact that we didn't hear about Netflix coming to the Switch at all just made me assume that, like, oh, nothing's coming to the Switch. There's some reason that... That Nintendo's, mm. like, not... Wants it to be a gaming device only or something like that, but I guess not. Well, yeah, and I'm kind of confused that they didn't just have something on launch. Like, this goes back to the Switch definitely, definitely being one of the... Like, just too quickly rushed out to release, and I... <sighs> yeah, there was a lot they should have had at launch. I would uh, throw that out there. Yeah, so... I don't know. It's just, I mean, they're making progress, so that's good. It's not progress that I can do much with, but I'm glad they're making progress. Well, uh, as someone who might have... Do you have Hulu, Teddy? Yeah, I do. Okay, as someone who has Hulu, why don't you tell me about a new live-action series you'll be able to watch? Uh, You'll be able to watch a live-action Hitman series, which is being developed for Hulu. Which is very interesting. I think Hitman is one of those series that could easily be a show or a movie. Like, that's that's easily... I mean, it has been. Uh, Bad ones. But, yeah. But it's like that... I think that could easily lend itself to that. Uh, so that'll be interesting. Uh, will I watch it? Probably not. Unless it gets really good reviews. Will I watch the Netflix CD Projekt Red Witcher series? Which is gonna happen eventually. Absolutely. <laughs> Bet your bottom dollar I'm going to watch that. What does that saying even mean? What's your bottom dollar? I don't know. It's a good question. <laughs> never really... Oh, bet your bottom... Maybe like the last dollar in your wallet. Okay. Your bottom dollar, you know? You're, you're, it's the last you got, you know? So it's more important. Bet that. I mean, if, you're, if, if it's your bottom dollar, that would assume Stake there's dollars everything. on everything. Okay. Um... So yeah, I'm not. I don't feel one way or another about the uh, Hitman series. Uh, I honestly have not played any of the games. I I have never either. Yeah, I hear the great, the new the IO one is very good. But yeah, I have not played it. Another game I probably won't play unless I hear great reviews is the Harry Potter AR You're game. You're gonna play this so hard. I really like. I don't. So the Pokemon Go creators Niantic. Uh, announced that they are making a Harry Potter AR game. And there's not very, like, any real details about it. I don't really understand how that game works. It, like, it makes complete sense how Pokemon Go works. You go out in the world, you catch the Pokemon. What do you do in a Harry Potter AR game? Yeah, cast maybe it'll have, it'll Maybe yeah. it'll have something, some sort of a tie-in with, like, the uh, Strange Beasts and, or whatever. Fantastic the- Beasts. 
fantastic beast somewhere to find them so maybe the new movie called something with grindelwald and crimes i think it's the crimes of grindelwald i think that's it got it boys nailed it but i bet it's got something to do with those because that's set in the real world do we do we really care about the (laughs) wait 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 wait. (laughs) you say harry potter originally wasn't set in the real world no i mean because it's set in america it has to be set in America. America is the only real world, the Darien. Harry Potter no. is set in England. England's fake. <laughs> no. Fake. I know what you mean, though. Sort of. I, no way. I, could, I thought it was like some weird alternate dimension thing. No, I mean, it was the real world, but they went to Hogwarts, which people couldn't see. The whole thing was that there was magic surrounding the magic so that people, like, when they saw a flying car, they thought it was a plane. You know what I mean? It's kind of like the mist in Percy Jackson. <laughs> mm. the Another book series that I never read. So I never will because it's bad. Would you <laughs> fucking I'm gonna okay, fight. Okay, moving on. <laughs> um I don't know how it's gonna work either. Yeah. Uh does it say anything? No, there's not really any details, just the fact that it's coming. Uh I think that Yes, they're doing it. I'm not gonna play it. <laughs> Yeah. It says Wizards Unite. I don't think I like Harry Potter a lot. I'm not gonna play it. I don't think it will ever be as big as Pokemon Go. Even though I think uh, probably more people are into Harry Potter than are into Pokemon at this point. Uh, at this maybe. point, like maybe it's definitely debatable. Yeah, it, it might be close, but I don't think the the people saw Pokemon Go. They got really excited. They got burnt out, and I think anything else like that, people are going to be very apprehensive about it. That's because they did a bad job of Pokemon Go. It's true. They're just too little, too late. Now they're doing like now they have a good base. Now they've got some stuff going, like a way to keep you active and keep you interested. But they've already lost like something like ninety percent of their player base. So. Like they just, they well, should have just made you, you wait longer or something. That ninety percent of their player base was like the entire world. So <laughs> I'm sure you're the ten percent is still a good amount of people because there were so many people. There's only like seven hundred thousand people left, and there was like, and that's a I mean that's in the it's pr- and it's probably dropping every day. Yeah, it's they're just. I think I've deleted. A f- I think I officially deleted it from my phone. Actually, now that we're on the. Oh no! I got it. I still have it. It sits there in a file that I don't use. But I I uh, I reinstalled it when I had to hang around a town waiting for uh, someone to meet me, but I never I never play it. So it's like whatever. Every once in a while, when I go downtown, I'll be like, oh yeah, this has a lot of Poke stops. And I'll open it, and that's it. I cannot tell you the last time I opened that that app. I really need so to get the the Here's plus how you get accessory. Me play. You don't require me to go places, but then that's not the same game. So you got no chance with me. They have they have a DS game for you, Teddy. It's yeah, thanks. yeah, it's true. That's uh, that's a good one. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that one, and okay. not this one because I can sit at home and or wherever because DS is affordable. That's pretty cool, too. I do not think the Harry Potter game will ever make as much money as the Pokemon Go did at its Will launch. anything ever make as much money? Pokemon Go well, is very lucrative. Maybe if you play a lot of uh, PlayStation games, you might. 
Teddy. Oh. No. Nope. That's a big fat no. Teddy, There's why don't you no tell way. me about that? Uh, Sony has a thing. Let me open this up right here. There's a. Let me actually also open the website. There. Now there's a program that when you log in, I think it's just Sony Rewards, um, you can rack up points. The only problem with this um, is that it's not retroactive, but you can rack up points depending on your trophies that can then eventually you can turn the points in for actual like PlayStation Store credit or like games and stuff like that, um, which apparently at some point, it's not retroactive, but apparently at some point I had signed up for it. So I have like 4,000 points, which is like $40. Nice. 2,000 points is like $20 on the store. But I went to do it and then it was like, oh, uh, shipping costs, and uh, or, or not costs, but it was like shipping time. And I was like, oh, you're mailing me the codes? So I did not go through with it. But maybe that was just I don't I don't know. But uh, I'll try it eventually. I mean, I'm e even if it's mailing it to me, I still want it. <laughs> but I was just gonna use it on something. But if I couldn't use it instantly, then I was like, eh. Um, so yeah, it's pretty cool. You can get different games and movies and stuff. But it's a bummer that it's not retroactive. But if it was retroactive, people would log in and be like, oh, hundreds of dollars. Yeah. But I have all of the money. Uh, yeah, but it's it, pretty neat though it definitely will incentivize people to stay within the playstation system to buy games on playstation that they might play on pc or something else so that they can get the trophies that'll turn into money which will allow them to get other games i'm not sure this is going to persuade anyone to do that i think this is just going to make trophy hunters give them a little uh little bonus you know, I, I don't think this is going to make anyone into trophy hunters or like stay on the platform because it's it's very little money. And to get 2000 points takes a lot to get 20 bucks on the store takes a lot. So it's just a little bonus. Yeah, I think one uh, platinum will equal one dollar. So you would have to spend yeah. a lot of time. But Did if you say, whoa, 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 whoa. So, oh yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, you one have platinum is it? Okay. You have to but turn the them in, is, in groups. Also, everyone also forgets that like getting a platinum gets you also all the other trophies, which also equal different yeah. amounts of money. So yeah. it's not like you're completely just like breaking even where you get ten, ten platinums, ten bucks, you know? Yeah. But yeah. So can I? Is it a coupon like ten dollars off of a off of a no, particular you, it's purchase literally or is it a twenty dollar PlayStation Store card? So I can use that to pay for like PlayStation Plus. Yeah, good, technically. Yeah, and and this is a free thing. So if anyone has a PlayStation, you should probably sign up for Sony. Yeah, rewards definitely and... go to Sony Rewards and just sign up, and then you know just let your points build, and then five years be reminded about it, and they'll yeah. be like, oh, <laughs> right, right before this something. program shuts down, then you can go in there and yeah, oh, yeah, 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 and cash it out, and before like, they oh, stealth yeah. shut it down. I remember about that. Just Nintendo. Uh, you know something that did shut down recently? Marvel Heroes. Now Which is actually very sad because I enjoy that game. Oh, really? On a casual, on a casual basis, yeah. I have, I have seen it. I have never played it. What, what was that game like? Uh, it was fun. It's like the uh, it it is still technically live until December thirty first is when they're shutting off the servers. And at a certain point, I uh I don't know if it says here, but at a certain point they're gonna make 
all of the content free so you can just play around with it before it shuts down which is really cool um i might actually log in then but it's uh it's pretty much like diablo but with marvel characters it's really fun there's like a it's a very cheesy little story but it's just grinding up uh like i was playing star lord you know and i was like oh maybe one day i'll get i'll get spider-man i'll get spoon you know be running around the cities and you know being a bad guess uh it's fun it's a it's a nice little gameplay loop but yeah gazillion entertainment uh is it is being shut down the game's being shut down which is a bummer but like i said i do like the idea that you can play with all of the stuff because getting all of the stuff like all the characters and all that would have taken a lot of time in game or a lot of money so that's that's pretty cool but yeah it's a bummer they've gone through a lot of different iterations of the game over the years and it finally came to console i think this year um but yeah rest in peace marvel heroes we'll never forget you dc universe online forever no i'm just kidding i'm, I'm, I'm sorry it's a bad joke they're also two very different genres it seemed weird that it it seemed like marvel heroes was just now getting big with his console releases and then suddenly gone yeah it surprised me as somebody who hadn't really been following the game like closely or the community it surprised me when i heard that i was like oh really <laughs> i enjoyed that yeah but yeah uh so they'll probably be seeing a lot of layoffs due to that uh game closure just like telltale games which will be which has laid off 25 percent of their workforce yeah darian why don't you tell me about that i mean you is there more to say yes they they make video games <laughs> They are the uh, creators of the Walking Dead series. Uh, what other games has Telltale made? Uh, Wolf Minecraft Among Us, Story Guardians Mode, of the Galaxy, Batman, Batman Season Two. Now, did you say Tales from the Borderlands? Uh, no, the really bad Game of Thrones one. Yeah. Uh, that will affect ninety people. So, yes, four times that equals what they used to have. Which, they used to be a very small studio. Uh, they were a very small su- studio. They saw a lot of success. After and Walking fra- Dead. And they, they grew and started releasing a billion projects. Also, Minecraft Story Mode. Just remembered that one. I um, said that. They started releasing a bunch of uh, projects really quickly in comparison to what they used to do. And there were there's been a lot of interviews with people who have been laid off and whatnot. And pretty much just being like, yeah, we scaled up too fast. Um, like, it was kind of misdirection uh like they uh, they grew too quickly and didn't handle it well which is a bummer but uh i think for their games overall this is going to be good news i mean of course uh you know whatever the phrase is thoughts and prayers to everybody affected uh (laughs) but yeah to all the people who are affected by the layoff that really sucks but uh, I think for the company overall and for the games they put out, it's going to be really good news in the long run. Yeah, it says that they are uh, going to uh, move to more proven technologies that will fast-track innovation in its core products, which I think that has been a complaint with the games for a while is that their engine just didn't seem to be that great. Their engine's bad. Yeah. It's a bad engine. So, it sucks that they had to... I mean, they definitely need to slow down because they were pushing very, very hard. 
Uh, so hopefully these uh, people who are laid off will be able to find work elsewhere and Telltale can kind of find a way to get back on track with what made them great in the first place. Like, great games like the original Walking Dead. Um, Darian, what do you think outsold the PS4 and Xbox in October? Um, the Atari. I, no, I don't think, I don't Sega think it was. Sega Master System. <laughs> was it the Sega Genesis? Was it the Sega Dreamcast? I hate let me you guess. All. Hold on. Let me guess. Hold on. It's the Nintendo Virtual Boy. Yes, they brought it back. They saw how everybody loves VR now, and they're like, "Bringing the Virtual Boy back." Do you wonder if if Nintendo ever actually brought VR, or like did a VR thing? Do you think they would name it something along the lines of like Virtual Boy? Do you no. think they would try and I go think to that, that brand? It would be, that would, I don't they think do they Virtual would. Boy but that would too. be hilarious if they did. I would love to see. Like that would be so confusing. For like searches. It's like the Virtual Boy Two, is the sequel is bigger, better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Called the Virtual <laughs> Boy U, <laughs> like the Wii U. Okay. <laughs> anyway, the SNES Classic on <laughs> the PS4. Oh, is that what you were trying to get at? Yes, Darian. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the outline. Just <laughs> there's an article about the that you brought. You, oh yeah, yeah, she brought the article. Oh my god. Well, guys, what can you tell me about that, Darian? <laughs> what are your thoughts on that situation? I don't know. That's pretty chill. I hope that it encourages them to keep it in store pretty longer. Chill. It's pretty chill. <laughs> It's like pretty chill. Your highest like remarks, like if some if something or someone is pretty chill, that's like the best. Pretty chill is like yeah, high marks. Like eh, it's doing good. <laughs> um, I will say that it's it's interesting that a one of these uh, classic devices is outselling actual consoles um it is one of the things where it's way cheaper as well yeah you know and also yeah. people are probably rushing to buy it due to the fact that they're worried about it being sold out mm-hmm. uh whereas for the ps4 and xbox one people people are probably waiting on black friday sales yeah it, i mean it is um is this this is for the month of November, right? Or October? October. 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 Okay, never mind. We will see yeah. next month with the Xbox One X. Yeah. Because that came out this month. November 17th, I think. So yeah. Didn't it come what the one X? Yeah. I thought it came out last week. That would be in November. Uh, this is November. I think it was Friday. I mean, I don't know. Okay then. I'm gonna get Darian on the fact checking. Uh, okay, you look chair. into that, Darian. Well, Teddy. Well, I just had a really long conversation about like a lot of sh- stuff, like Destiny and stuff, with one of my regulars and another person who was listening and piped in, and she's like, "Oh yeah, it came out yesterday. I work in retail, so I know." And oh, I'm just like, "Okay, interesting." <laughs> but that she might be wrong. She might have misheard us or something. Okay. Well, Teddy, 
why don't you tell me about Take-Two's view of the future of gaming? They had a quote. Uh, let me find real fast who quoted this. It is the uh, Take-Two's Take-Two Interactive CEO, Strauss Zelnick, uh, said, we've said that on the, uh, uh, well, I'll just let the quote speak for itself. It says, we've said that we aim to have recurrent consumer spending opportunities for every title that we put out at this company. It may not always be an online model. It probably won't always be a virtual currency model, but there will be some ability to engage in an ongoing basis with our titles after release across the board. So they are saying microtransactions will be in all their future games. Now, the fact that they say it's not always online and not virtual consoles could just mean DLC. Yeah. Because DLC would be con- something people can buy after the game's release. So Yeah. But, yeah, it does seem that they're not going to be like, the game's out, let's move on. Uh, but, yeah, it, it definitely points to microtransactions definitely points towards microtransactions which is definitely a huge part of uh, Grand Theft Auto Online uh, we'll have to see on uh, other like Red Dead Redemption we'll have to see what they do there but um, at, at the at the time microtransactions and recon, reconcurrent consumer spending is definitely the way trends are going just like in a little game called Star Wars Battlefront 2. Which brings us to the topic of the show. Nailed it. Dunked it. Slam uh. it into the basket. Come Anyways, on this so yeah. Okay, so EA's Star Wars Battlefront 2 has been making news in the last few weeks due to its manipulative loot crate and character unlock methods. Between the changing of hero prices between the review copies of the game and consumer copies, requiring at least 40 hours of gameplay to unlock a single hero, and the consumer outrage due to all of this, causing them to remove the ability to buy currency with real money, what do you think caused EA to go down this path for the game? And is the outrage towards the developers deserved? Teddy, start us off. Well, what do you think caused EA to go down this path for their game? Their uh, their game. Um, there are multiple different. You can pretty much be on two different sides of the fence for this one, such as oh they're greedy, money hungry, uh, you know they just want money, or they don't care about the consumer, or um, there's the other side that's like I think maybe they genuinely did want this it to be a grind to get heroes because in the first game they uh, the a lot of people said that the there wasn't much content and there wasn't really much to do there was a lot of complaints with that in the first game and they were like you know you know we'll make the grind long uh, I am somewhere in between because <laughs> I don't think that they um, I don't think that they were doing this you know thinking this is for the consumer i also don't necessarily think that it's greed which a lot of people think is the case i think they ea was honestly trying to push the uh push just to, just to see how far they could get with their microtransaction transactions see what lines they could cross before they had to back up and um 
They did back up finally, but uh, I thought it was very interesting that they were really sticking with this for a long time, because if they were, like, experimenting with this and really seeing how far they could go, you would think they would be ready to just be like, no, no, back, back, back. <laughs> so I think they were, uh, I think there's definitely some merit to saying that. A little, a little bit of greed. Definitely some merit there. Uh, and yeah, is the outrage justified? bit yep <laughs> because like i uh, i mean if you guys don't know me if you don't watch my streams or anything uh my stance on microtransactions is, is that it is almost always okay if it is cosmetic only and does not affect gameplay um there are many games that do that right uh there, there are a ton of games that do that right that are free um that you can look at as an example but if as soon as it affects gameplay like in Destiny 1, for example, originally when they unveiled microtransactions, it was emotes. Um, and then soon they, at a certain point, were sell like you could get um, from like these boxes that you could buy the boxes or you could earn them. You could get specific sets of armor. But when you got the armor from the from Eververse, it dropped at like light level three so you had to infuse it it wasn't like you were it wasn't like you could straight up buy it and the the um the light system would give you stronger gear you had to infuse it but they still had if i'm remembering correctly it still had intellect discipline and strength rolls um not 100 percent sure it's been two years <laughs> like two or year and a half um since this was a big thing but yeah they i'm pretty sure they had intellect discipline and strength rolls which aren't major parts of the gameplay but if you so like if you really wanted to you could either grind and get specific armor to get your tier 12 intellect discipline and strength uh set or you could just pay a bunch of money but even then it's random and like do you like who's really doing that when it's really easy to get a tier 12 set or it was um so that even that is like honestly that right there is like just make the armor drop without the the int disc and strength rolls like because even that like that's if it was just the armor and cosmetic that'd be cool you know like even even that which is very minor just no i I, not for that so yeah it's if you could just buy um if you could buy a bunch of money get a bunch of characters get a bunch of these cards that like make your stats better than other players who haven't played as much or paid as much uh i think that's real bad I think that's real bad. That doesn't make me want to play the multiplayer because I think that somebody could just crap on me when I haven't played a bunch and I'm uh, not for it. I think I think the outrage is justified, but like saying, hey, no, this is, this is not okay. That's justified. You know, death threats or anything horrible is not... Or the other is okay. That's the death threats and all that is not okay. So. Uh, Darian, the, the review copies had the price of characters six times cheaper than the consumer copies. Do you think that meant that EA knew what they were putting out there, what the review co- or what the consumer copies were going to have was a bad thing and they were trying to hide that? Uh, I... I don't know. I don't... I, I'm i confused by your question. Okay, so it cost 
1,000 or was it 10,000? 10,000. 10,000 for the characters, 60,000 in the regular game. Yes. So it was much cheaper when people were viewing it. So thus, they're going to have a certain opinion on the game of like, oh, the prices seem fine. It wasn't that hard to, to get the characters. But when it actually comes out, it's much worse. So do you think that they knew... That they were going to, if if they actually put out the legit prices that people were going to have to pay, people would, the reviewers would give them bad reviews, and thus they they changed the numbers to hide it because they knew that people would hate it. Um, I don't know if that was necessarily their reaction or their in in. I don't know that that was necessarily their intention. I don't think they were trying to affect. I mean, obviously, when you're reviewing, that's something you might take into effect. Like, oh, the character costs are, you know, not so bad as a reviewer. But um, it might also be the inverse. Like, maybe they're just like, well, we want you to be able to play the characters sooner while you're reviewing. So, you know, someone takes a week to play my game. I want them to be able to get as much content quickly so they can review all of it. I don't think they necessarily released the cheaper things or the cheaper characters in the review copies to affect their opinion of the pricing as much as being able to get them more content quicker to review more of the content. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I think people have, have pointed that out. Uh, I think if you're going to do that, that should have been something they said up front. Yeah, they should have been more transparent with it one way or the other. <laughs> they, have they like Have they released an official statement as far as that part goes? Not to my knowledge. Not to my knowledge. I think they've I, released uh, many official statements for other things, such as right. when they came, went on Reddit and got the uh, the most downvoted Reddit comment of all time, um, which I don't actually have pulled up anymore. I closed it at a certain point, so if anybody else has it, they can read it. Um, but it was uh, it was bad. It's up to minus six hundred seventy five thousand downvotes. And the other, I think the other highest downvoted comment, like the one that it beat, was like three thousand. It was like in the thousands, not hundreds of thousands. <laughs> and this one so is the, in... the second one is twenty four thousand three hundred thirty three. But and this is six hundred seventy five. Yeah, six hundred seventy five thousand. This is that's crazy. They fucked up. So it says the intent to provide players with a sense of pride and accomplishment for collecting or for unlocking different heroes. As for cost, we selected initial values based upon data from the open beta and other adjustments made to milestone rewards before launch. Among other things, we're looking at average per player credit earn rates on a daily basis and we'll be making constant adjustments to ensure that players have challenges that are compelling, rewarding, and of course, attainable via gameplay. We appreciate the candid feedback and the passion the community has put forth around the current topics here on Reddit, our forums, and across numerous social outlets. Our team will continue to make changes and monitor community feedback and update everyone as soon as often as we can. As soon, er, update everyone as soon and as often as we can. Which is a bad statement. Yeah, that's <laughs> because, pretty... Because uh... they were pretty much being like, hey man, we uh, we we thought that it wasn't... Like, we did tests. It's not going to be 40 hours. Like, that was pretty much being like, oh, our, our internal test said that it's not 40 hours. So, like, something might be wrong with you guys' tests. Like, uh, and they weren't. Eventually, multiple, multiple days later, they straight up came out 
on uh, Twitter and removed all of micro all of the microtransactions for uh, for now at least temporarily, uh, which is like I can't believe it took them days to do that. Like I can't believe that. It, also, if it's so weird because if they had the power to do that, right? If they had the authority and the ability to remove all microtransactions temporarily, why couldn't they just say we are removing anything that uh, affects gameplay from the? Because that's all anyone was asking. All I know a lot, like most everybody was just like, just take the characters out, like just be cosmetics, right? All they could have been like, we're taking out all the stat cards, all the all the characters, anything that affects gameplay, we're taking that all out, right? You can only earn that through playing. The rest of it's cosmetic and they're in the boxes. Like, I don't get why they couldn't have done that a day, a day and a half in instead of like three or four days. And then they were like, we're taking it all. It's weird. Some people have a theory that Disney is the reason they stopped it. That, yeah. like, EA would have kept trucking, but Disney was like, this is a bad for Star Wars. You, yeah, you're I mean, not you going to ruin want, Star Wars Don't for fuck us. with Star Wars, man. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Disney came in and said, knock that shit off. And, yeah. and they're the reason. Uh, I think it's a reasonable theory. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... I think we we've, we've basically said our piece about Yeah, I mean overall that. it's bad. I'm glad that they eventually did come out and say that they're removing it, but overall it's just a just a bad idea. Like and yeah. I don't yeah. I don't know how they thought that was going to go any different. Um I think they knew yeah. it was going to go badly and they just tried it anyway. Just underestimated how badly yeah. it was going to go. They just thought, oh, people would be a little upset, but it would all work out. But it was like, no, yeah. people hate this. Yeah. Uh, that brings us to the questions. Do you want to be part of the show? Go to readysetgamecast.com slash submit to submit a question, comment, or your favorite color of hair for us to read on the show. Green. That's a lie. Don't ever do that. <laughs> Teddy, if we get enough people in, Teddy will dye his hair green. Uh, no, no, thank you, no, thank you, please. That would look amazing on green screen. Oh God, yeah. I mean, I would just be bald. You'd like have like a see-through head. It would be so, especially if you do your beard too. Uh, I don't like it. Uh, now Yuri uh, sent in a lot of questions for us to read, so. Uh... Let's let's uh, get started. Do you do you guys exercise or have a gym routine, Darian? No. Teddy. No. Me either. <laughs> We're all unhealthy slobs. Next question. <laughs> I do have a gym membership, and I am trying to get into the mind space to go to the gym. But I just every time I go to the gym, I basically have a panic attack. So I just, I, I'm like, cause everybody that's there knows what they're doing and has been doing it forever. And it's just like, yeah, I'm going to go to the gym. That's what you always think. Pound some there weights. Are just, just as go. many people there yeah. don't know what they're doing. Yeah. But I just like, I know that I'd be one of those people that you take a picture or video of like, yeah, this is how this machine works and it's <laughs> completely wrong and doesn't make any sense. And I'm just like, that's not, nope. <laughs> no also i run weird so i can't just like go and be on the run treadmill weird? because i run weird yeah 
We're gonna need a video of you on a treadmill, just so we can see that you're <laughs> so we can make fun of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so no, I don't no. exercise. <laughs> just, she just likes to throw away her money on a gym membership. Um, next question. And cute gym clothes. I I used to work out when I was in high school, and I actually enjoy lifting weights. But lifting weights is not what I actually need to do. What I need to do is cardio and eat right, and fuck that, because goldfish. <laughs> Anyway. Okay. Uh, do you like in-game music or listening to your own music slash podcast, etc. when playing games? Teddy? Um, of course, when you're going through a narrative-based game for the first time, you're not going to turn off the music and start listening to Skrillex, you know? Um, <laughs> but... Uh, no, I mean, a lot of the games... I, I like podcasts a lot. I listen to a lot of podcasts. And... I you know I enjoy music from time to time, <laughs> but so a lot of the games I play are really gameplay focused, and a lot of them are grindy. And when it's a grindy game, it's perfect for music and for podcasts like such as World of Warcraft. That's what I that's what I uh, a couple of nights ago I think it was Thursday night I got off stream and I played for like an hour and I just like listened to a podcast on and watched on my left monitor and um and then uh, just grinded out, did some quests, ran around because like it's just good for it. Oh, yeah. I was trying to figure out how to point to you. <laughs> <laughs> down. Yeah, down. Oh, for wait, you. yours is different than mine. Darian is right there for me. Bryce is right over T- Teddy's down. This is Teddy. Yeah, Teddy's below you. For me. Um, <laughs> Darian, what about you? Um, most of the time, it depends on the game. Like, if I'm playing Cuphead, I'm not listening to other music. I'm listening to Cuphead. But if I'm playing, like, League or... Well, if I'm playing League, (laughs) I'm listening to music. Just in Pandora or whatever. Um, But if I'm playing, like, PUBG, I'm not listening to any music. Gotta listen for those footsteps. Yeah, gotta listen for those footsteps. And soon, gotta have to listen for those windows being shattered and people vaulting through them. Yeah. Uh, For something like RimWorld, uh, something that, yeah, the game music doesn't really matter like some of these games like room world has great great music and i'll probably listen to it for a while but a certain you play enough of a game you heard music and you want to listen to something else uh, in destiny the first one they did not have a mute music option for like a year and a half like it took them a long time to put it eventually they're like you can mute the music now and i was like <gasps> my life has changed because i would pl- i would listen to it but i would listen to the sound of the game i would put the game sound very low so i just heard gunshots and the music that was there was very quiet and i would overpower it with my own music but even then it would still clash every now and then and i was like oh stop it and it was very annoying <laughs> uh next question are you guys going to psx i am not Nope. No. That's one of those conferences that even if I wanted to, I couldn't because every year PSX is during finals week. So, like, not going to just miss all my finals. Oh, rip. <laughs> PSX is in December, and that is the month that I barely can do anything. Definitely cannot travel. Um, last question from Yuri. What is your favorite gaming snack? Darian. PGOs. What is what? They're peach flavored gummy rings. Oh, I think I've heard of those. Oh, that's not what I expected that answer to be. Okay, interesting. 
I didn't expect the answer to be anything, but I didn't know that snack existed, so... Now you right. do. I mean, if Peachios aren't there, whatever Peachios. else I got. But Peachios. Just food. Just want some food. What about you, Teddy? Uh, oh, I've seen these before! Okay, I know what Peachios are. It's my are. favorite candy um, of all time. I've definitely seen those before. Um, I don't eat when I play games. I don't like getting garbage on my controller, on my keyboard. I don't do that. But, like... I eat sometimes, you know, like I end stream, watch a couple YouTube videos, eat a snack, and then I go play a game, you know. If if we're just talking about favorite snack to just munch on around the house, of course, goldfish. Um, but other than that, I, I, I get some Pop-Tarts, you know. I'm, I'm pretty much just ultra unhealthy. Nothing I eat would ever be any healthy sort of snack. Uh, cereal, you, you said, know, Pop-Tarts. Wait, did you say popcorn? Little Debbie's. Popcorn's great, too. When I run out of pop, uh, when I run out of goldfish, popcorn's like my salty snack, <laughs> like a microwave bag of popcorn. So yeah, uh, I'm the same way that like I don't like want to get Dorito dust on my keyboard or controller or anything. Uh, if it's something like super slow, like RimWorld, where I can just use the mouse, I might eat pizza with my other hand. Um, but for the most part, I'm not eating while gaming. Like that requires too much concentration in both your hands. <laughs> I'm just uh, a fucking slob and will eat constantly. <laughs> like, I don't give a shit what I'm doing. I will. I've spilled food into my keyboard oh my God, before. That's horrifying. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm clinically whatever, OCD. Like, it triggers. I'll me. pop my keys out, clean it out every once in a while. But I'm just like, whatever. Like, I'm eating right now. <laughs> horrifying. You're gonna have nightmares. Thanks uh, a lot, Darian. Darian, why don't you read the next question? You got it. This is from <laughs> Snowmar. And he asked, which one is better, Mario, Link, or Samus? And why? Also, be prepared to back up your argument. <laughs> In case we're challenged. Which one is better? That's like such a weird question. <laughs> like, So which one's better, Teddy? Z- Minkmus. <laughs> all of them. Minkmus oh, can defeat all enemies. My personal favorite out of them would be Link, I guess. I don't know. Because he looks cool. You know, I like the Mario <laughs> games maybe a little bit more than Zelda games because I've only played a couple of Zelda games and I've played more Mario games. But, like, Link looks dope. And my favorite color is green. So, works out. Looks out great. And he's like a warrior, you know, get up there in front, you know. Uh, he's it would be a protection warrior in World of Warcraft. Got that shield, got the sword. Or he could uh, also be a hunter. He's got the bow as well. Pretty cool. Versatile. Mario, because he's everything. He's been a doctor, a race car driver. Oh, that's true. He has been a lot of things. So played golf, did it all. He's probably been Tennis. both. He's probably been both Samus and Link at some point. We just haven't played those. Like <laughs> you take you take off Samus's outfit. It's really Mario in there. Zero suit Samus is actually Mario. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Darian? Surprise! That's the new the new Metroid game plot twist at the end. Yeah? <laughs> just at the end, she just freezes. <laughs> no, just... takes off the helmet and then. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> That's the alternate ending, though. Yeah, yeah. you get five thousand uh, 
moons in uh, Mario Odyssey and you go to the Metroid planet. Damn. <laughs> a lot of moons. How, how about you, Darian? Which is best? Which is best boy, girl? Uh, best boy. Because it's a non-gender specific term now, thanks to the McElroys. Uh, I don't have a personal preference for... Like, I don't have an attachment to Link or Samus at all. I I don't think I've ever... I've definitely never played a Metroid game. I've probably played, like, an hour total of any Legend of Zelda game ever. <laughs> I've played a That's lot. That's very upsetting. Well, I didn't have a, I didn't have the fun stuff growing up. I didn't I either. I didn't Sonic play any of them growing, growing up. up. The only time I played... My, my first Zelda that I played, other than Skyward Sword, which I played, like... Uh, eight hours of or something when I was younger. That's just not it. I'm, I'm a fan of it. Uh, I don't know if it even... Like, it just doesn't count. We're gonna forget that. The first real, like, Zelda game I played was Ocarina, and I played it literally the December, like, Christmas time of 2015. Like, two years ago. I played... I got a 3DS and played it there, and then I played Breath of the Wild, so... It's never too late. Yeah, like, I have Ocarina of Time, and I also have... Uh the Majora's Mask on the 3DS but that, that is a I, picture that Bryce took with his Polaroid thing before this started and yeah he's proud of it I guess <laughs> I'm gonna have to pick Sonic Sonic? Yes. it's not one of the options yeah that wasn't one of the options I op made it one of the options <laughs> Mar okay, Mario, you know Link, or Samus no, no, okay, fine. No, we're, or Sonic we're, we're going with that it's Sonic okay. anyways Sonic wins Yes, yeah, oh, Sonic wins. Congratulations. Uh, he wins that, at the Olympic Games. <laughs> that brings us uh, to the end of the show. Uh, remember, go to com for links to the podcast on all of your favorite services, including iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher, as well as the video version on YouTube. YouTube.com slash LastGeek. If you like the show, Please subscribe, rate, and review it on Stitcher and iTunes. It helps us grow and become more powerful. Shut off those guns. <gasps> if people wanted to hear more from you, where would people go, Darian? Twitch.tv forward slash dexterity. D-E-X-T-E-R-I-D-E-E. -E same spelling. Find me on Twitter and Instagram uh, and Facebook. Probably YouTube. You can find me on YouTube there, too. <laughs> but not forward slash. You just have to search my username. <laughs> I'm, I'm not powerful enough to have that. What about you, Teddy? Uh, Twitch.tv slash Teddy Chineris or Twitter.com slash Teddy Chineris. And also you can look on YouTube, but... Like she said, you you have to search it. So, yes, <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, Mondays through Thursdays, seven to eleven Central, Fridays, Saturdays, ten to twelve on uh on the good old uh, Twitch, and be sure to s show up Monday, November twenty seventh for the Worms tournament because it's gonna be a ton of fun. And if you don't, I might actually try and upload that to YouTube. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. You can also find me in your mom's basement, Bryce. How about you? What the fuck? What's that? Okay. Just, just letting you know. Okay. Just letting you know. I mean, be on the lookout. Hide um, your kids. Hide your wife. 
<laughs> I used to love that video. Uh. Twitter, uh, Last Geek, uh, Instagram, Last Geek Plays, uh, twitch.tv slash Last Geek Plays, um, YouTube slash Last Geek. <laughs> that's probably good. Lastgeek.com. That's probably get your most Penguin.com slash Last Geek. <laughs> WordPress.com slash Last Geek. That might actually be, I mean, all my stuff is WordPress, so... <laughs> Anyway, that brings us to the end of the show. Thank you for another awesome episode of Ready Set Gamecast, and we will see you again in two weeks. Bye. 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 <laughs>